Estimate Rocket Podcast, episode number two. Comfort and growth cannot coexist. We are not comfortable right now. So grow. Grow yourself. If you can't grow your business, grow yourself. You're listening to Estimate Rocket Radio, the hassle-free online software for service contractors that keep your business running from lead to pay. We want your business to grow, so we make it easy to get your job done. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Estimate Rocket Podcast. I am your host, Ashley Sturm. We're here for one reason, give you free access to high-quality expert advice to keep your service business thriving. Today, I'm excited to have Andrew Amrine from the Nolan Consulting Group. Now, he's been pointing business owners in the right direction since 2005, but before that, sales rep at Pella Windows and Nolan Painting, so he knows this industry. Andrew, it's a pleasure to have you. Hi, thanks for having me. Yeah, pleasure to be here. So has your phone been ringing off the hook the last number of weeks with people now, trying to figure out how to handle this? My phone, uh, now my computer, my Zoom, my go-to meeting, my, my, certainly my text messages, everything's going, uh, it's going crazy. We're working hard. It's uh, Just all very, explodes at once. We're, yeah, we're very, my Google number, emails, everything. It's uh, we're <laughs> trying to keep it all uh, straight. Uh, it's a very interesting time that we live in. Are the calls similar? Um, well, we, you know, we were talking about this earlier. It depends on where people are. I, I think, I think from my point of view, the biggest challenge people face is that it's so different um, from state to state, uh, from coast to coast, wherever region you're at. Uh, it's extremely different. So, so actually, the calls are very different. Um, yeah. Some people helping people strategize through a, a total shutdown, uh, a partial shutdown. Um, some people are still going strong because they happen to be doing the right type of work, and they're still going strong. So it's it's um, it's ve very interesting times we live in. So tell me a little bit about your background. Um, you've been consulting since 2005. How'd you get into this? Yeah, great question. So prior to all that sales experience, I was uh, pretending to be a golf professional. <laughs> uh, that, That's a good job. It lasted for a little while. But what I, what I loved about golf was coaching and helping other people. Mm. Um, in fact, I, I did a, one of those early personal visions um, that I wrote many, many years ago, it was spend my life helping people. Um, mm. And so the, you know, the golf business was fun, but helping, helping people play golf didn't quite get to the heart of what I wanted to do. So I, I ended up doing sales. I, I liked sales. I liked people. And I, so I, I knew the construction industry. Mm -hmm. My family has a lot of history in the construction industry. Um, so I was comfortable there. Um, I found Nolan Painting. And Kevin Nolan, through a, a referral, uh, a friend of mine called and, and said, you, you've got to work at Nolan Painting. So I applied and, and got the job there. And then shortly after that, I learned about Nolan Consulting mm. and uh, was able to, to jump ship from the painting business. Uh, Kevin Nolan runs the painting business, uh, owns the painting business, and uh, Brian Nolan, his brother, uh, runs the consulting business. And so I jump ship uh, and have just been helping people get better every day since. It's it's uh, pretty amazing. 
So when you say helping people get better, uh, let's put a pin in prior to this, right? Look, so we can rewind mm-hmm. prior COVID, right? What was that? <laughs> helping people get yeah. better. What was that? Um, so prior to this, sure. So we, we figured that there's about 15,000 people that we impact or, or have an impact on through uh, all the planning that we do. So um, helping them plan, writing, um, documenting their vision for what they want, communicating it to their team, training mm. them on best practices and ways to involve their team. What we like to say is get out of the hourglass, work, working with business owners that, that want to build a team, want to get out of the hourglass, creating budgets, doing financial projections, you can't grow unless you know your numbers. Um, so working hard to help business owners become, not become accountants, but yeah. become solid financial managers. Um, and so setting goals, achieving goals, including their team, um, creating what we like to call world-class production, world-class sales, um, and grow their team. And then the world shifted. Yeah, then everything changed. Um, <laughs> I, sometimes I, I you have to grit your teeth with the, now that now the things we're recommending, I, I never thought I would recommend, but we are. Like what? Yeah. So, uh, you know, I, I think, um, you know, executing on your lifeboat plan. Mm. Do you have a lifeboat? Have you made clear in your mind uh, what people on your team are living your values the most and communicated that to them? Talk to and, me a little bit more about the executing on your lifeboat. What, what, what are you talking about there? Well, so part of getting out of the hourglass is mm-hmm. building a team of people around you that you trust that we would say you share the insomnia with. You know, uh-huh. business owners lose sleep over lots of things that even their own family members can't relate to. Because mm. if, if, you're, if you're not a, a business owner or, or I'll even, you know, if you're not a a leader in the organization, you know, you may have family members that are, are doing other things. Maybe they're, they're having a great career, but they can't quite identify with what you're going through as a business owner. And, you know, the feeling that people depend on you for their, for their mortgage, they have a job because of your business. And, you know, when, when someone isn't working out, um, the, the stress that business owners go through and helping that person either work out or, to say judiciously, find an opportunity somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Um, it's stressful. So, so finding that lifeboat team that you can open up to, share the insomnia with, uh, be vulnerable with, uh, be okay making some mistakes, learning together as a team, um, and that the the companies that we see that have that in place right now uh, are surviving uh, mm-hmm. the best. They are, they're able to adapt. They're able to get more heads in on the, to solve the problem. I think mm-hmm. a, a lot of business owners feel um, understandably that they, you know, they're the ones that have to make all the decisions. Their team is looking to them. They're the leader, but no business owner is an island. Um, and so it, it can be very hard to get out of that mode and share with your team and share the insomnia. And so it, it takes a lot of work to find mm-hmm one, two, three people that we say are in the lifeboat with you and you, you share it all with them and they, they're losing sleep over the same things that you're losing sleep over. 
Okay. So full on, like, you know, it's funny. I'm from the South. We used to call that a come to Jesus meeting, right? Like everybody, everybody sit down. I'm from the Gulf coast of Mississippi. All right. right, Okay. So the the farther South you go, the bigger the North gets. So I'm, I'm from Richmond, (laughs) but I can identify with, uh, with what you're saying there. Right. So everybody around the table, full transparency, here's what's going down. So that's what you're talking about. Yeah, you know, I think we, we've been living this um, at Nolan Consulting Group for the last several weeks. It, it feels like a year, um, but it's only been four weeks. Um, and so we're, we're all working at home now. Um, we have daily huddles on Zoom every morning at 8.30. Mm-hmm. Uh, we talk about what we did yesterday, what we're focused on today, and what challenges or questions do we have. Um, as, a, as a management team, we're meeting. And working through, I, I think the farthest out, you know, people are making decisions right now is about a week. Yeah. Um, so much is changing so fast. Um, but we're making decisions together. And kudos, you know, to Brian, uh, our fearless leader, for op- opening up about those things. And mm-hmm. we usually make better decisions together. Uh, and it, it feels good that way. It doesn't always, my opinion doesn't always get picked. Catherine's opinion doesn't always get picked. Brian. You know, he, his opinion doesn't always get picked, but we make better decisions together. And Mm -hmm. I would, I would encourage all, everyone listening here, um, do not go at this alone. Do, do it, it is understandable to feel that pressure. Um, but in fact, what you're doing is you're not giving people opportunity to share in the reality. Um, Mm -hmm. you're not doing, you're not accomplishing anything by protecting your team. And that, that's a hard instinct to break. Um, but have, have some people that you are, you're sharing this with, um, don't do not go at this alone. That's good. No tunnel vision. So you're telling clients right now, you're saying things you never thought you'd be telling them, but time to execute on that lifeboat, lifeboat strategy. What else has come up? Well, sure. So, um, what do I, my, we're in states that are shut down. We're shut down. What do I do? And we're having to lay people off that we never thought we'd have to lay off um, um, for teams that are sort of partially working. Um, we've got work on the board, but the phones aren't ringing. So I, I never thought I'd have to lay off my sales team, but mm. there's nothing for the sales team to do. So we, we've got to lay off the sales team. And now it's, you know, well, what if they go somewhere else? And so we need to stay in contact with them. You know, now is, now is a time when the culture that you've built and the great place to work that you've become pays off because your team's with you. You've shared with them. You've been open about the struggles. Um, now, I, I'll, I'll qualify. I think we, we say open book and that phrase open book and sharing. We're talking about appropriate things. Um, we're not talking about, you know, I think one pushback I get sometimes is, is pay. Like, well, we're not, so we're talking about sharing appropriately. Um, but you've shared the struggles and your culture is now stronger because of it. And that one of the outcomes here has to be uh, a stronger culture. Mm-hmm. Uh, staying focused on the opportunity to build a stronger culture. Is that kind of the take home message that you've been giving clients through this constant changing situation? I mean, that's, that's obviously high level, right? Mm-hmm. What type of practical tips have you been giving these companies? 
Sure. Yeah. So I, I think we have to talk about the PPP uh, program, Paycheck Protection Program um, at mm-hmm. some point. So first, starting with culture and reinforcing your culture. You know, I, I think the silver lining is finding out to a certain extent who, who the A players are on your team. We've got a lot of people who, you know, they thought they had A players. The people they thought were A players are actually turning out not to be A players. They're interesting for themselves. And, and if, if they're not getting paid, they don't want to work. And we've this, we've got to go beyond that. And so what makes an A player an A player is, is that they're working. They're helping the company succeed regardless. Hmm. Um, so certainly, so solidifying your culture, having conversations with people. Yes. We're having to make decisions about laying off, um, getting into more, more practical, you know, um, trying to project out, have you done a reforecast? What does it look like mm-hmm. to not have any revenue coming in for April? Um, yeah. Do you, ha- do you have a budget for that? Have you, have, you done a, have you done a budget to begin with? And then are you adapting? it? Can you look out? What if, what if we get back to 50% in May? What does that look like? Um, how much cash flow do I have to get through that? If I, if I get the, the Paycheck Protection Program money, what am I going to use it for? Um, so more on the, on the practical side, you know, two weeks ago, we spent the whole week figuring out what this thing was. Uh, yeah. and then last week we spent figuring out, trying to figure out how to apply for it. And unfortunately we're depending on how you look at it, you know, every, every bank we're finding is a little different. So I, I would say to everyone here, reach out to your bank and get very clear on mm what the requirements are. If you haven't applied already, if you, if you have applied, then you're, you're probably having back and forth conversation. Most, most banks have accepted applications and then asked for, for more documentation. Mm-hmm. Um, we're starting to see money, uh, money actually get deposited into accounts. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if it, if it takes an, another week or two to mm-hmm. get the money. Um, and so, so in between now and that time, start making a plan of where that money is going to go. So mm-hmm. let's anticipate you get the money in your account next week. We need an eight week plan of documented here, are the pay runs and how much that's going to add up to. Here's my rent, what that's going to add up to here are the utilities. What is that okay. going to add up to? And, you know, be able to share that with your banker and get clear on forgiveness. Talk okay. to your banker immediately and get clear on exactly what is uh, forgiveness. Um, in fact, uh, you know, some people are writing a letter clarifying here. Our understanding of forgiveness means this. We're going to do everything we can to, you know, maximize the potential of the loan is, is you know, this is what we understand to be forgiveness. Um, you know, the competition that I've seen, at least, it was interesting, has become fierce between the banks. So I was scrolling through LinkedIn the other day and there was a business owner, private business owner, and he had posted because he had not heard back from his bank. He pro he posted a very public, Hey, bank. So-and-so we haven't heard back from you. And this is our saving grace right now. Um, can you help? I am telling you no less than three varieties of banks. were like, you know what? We're a bank and we'll take you right now. And we'll help you get through this program. So that is something to be remembered. Um, it seems that banks are willing to work with people, right? If they're gaining a new client. Yeah, I, 
I wish I could say I didn't hear that very often, um, yeah. but unfortunately I am. Uh, the experiences bank to bank uh, are very different. Uh, you mm-hmm. know, I, I think some relationships are are ending. Um, the banks are not making a whole lot of money on this, and so yeah. some some are are processing it only because they have to. Um, some people are very fortunate; uh, their bank is working with them to maximize mm-hmm. the opportunity here. Um, so I would, at this point, um, you know, if 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 you haven't gotten confirmation of of acceptance of the application, you know, yeah. you may want to you may want to consider um, finding another relationship. Yeah. Well, and you know, it comes back to the essence of what you know, even what you were talking about in finding A players, it comes back to the essence of bringing value, right? Like if you find, Mm -hmm. if you find a valued partner in a bank that's willing to help you through this tough of a time, you know, then they might be worth keeping around in the long run. Yeah, absolutely. I think, I think the banking relationship is maybe an an underutilized or Mm. or relationship. Um, Many people don't know what 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 is it my banker can do for me or i only need it when i need it and right. you know, it's not important until i need it um but in, in terms of funding your business and funding growth um it it's extremely important and if you're not you know if you've had a relationship with someone for 15 years and they've helped you you know i, I can understand that but if mm-hmm. banking relationships especially now are, are extremely important and if you're not being served um then I, I would start looking. Many people yeah. are looking more locally and regionally. Yeah, no, and I, and I will say uh, the guy who reached out was definitely at, you know, a big box bank, right? And the mm-hmm. ones that reached out, credit union to more locals, right? Mm-hmm. Willing, willing to gain uh, that partner in the community, mm-hmm. you know, by helping them through yeah. this program. But so I hate dwelling on, you know, look, you, you have to balance it. Somebody was talking about if I receive one more COVID resource email, right? Like (laughs) there's some fatigue. People are feeling it. Um, Talk to me a little bit about what you've been telling your clients with the new normal. Like how do you, how do you Mm -hmm. adjust, right? What are you seeing that might stick around a little bit longer? Sure. So I I wrote down a a couple of thoughts here. Um, I am seeing messages change you know this is very dependent on your area and i I think Mm, one of one of the new normals is marketing how long is this going to last and for the companies that are in an area where they can work um essential business means different things in different states it's very stressful talking to different people um so if you if you if staying open is causing you to lose sleep then i I think you got to, you can't be a great leader if you're losing sleep. So if you're having that ethical, moral dilemma, in, internal dilemma, err on the side that's going to help you sleep. Um, outside of that, there are areas and states where companies are still working. And yep. the, the message we're seeing um, has gone from sort of informative COVID-19, this is what we're doing, to an opportunity. Here's what we can still do. I think yeah. uh, I know me. I'm looking. I'm lo- frantically looking for normalcy. Um, so I, other customers uh, are the same, and I, so there is work that needs to get done. Yeah. And to the extent that it's within bounds of what's allowed in your area or state, 
Um, you're respecting the, the, the social distancing rules. Um, you, you've, you've given your team hand sanitizers and you know other other masks and things to stay protected. Um, we're seeing some some companies working outside. Um, it's it's exterior season in, in a lot of areas. Um, pressure washing things like that. Sure. Um, so uh, so so that from now until if if we even get back to a normal, what what can you do for the companies that are in full shutdown mode? You know, I I think this is a, it's a harder task um, to stay focused on the opportunities and to find the opportunities amidst the rubble. Uh, I think that's what it feels like. Yeah. Um, and so are, have you applied for the, for the paycheck protection program? Are you looking into the other loans? Look, look into uh, the disaster loan, the, the SBA loans, call the SBA, look into other loans that are available to you. Talk to your banks about it. Be talking to your A players and strategizing every day. The people that you've laid off, call them and talk mm -hmm. to them, see how they're doing. That part of building your culture is, is connecting with them on a human level. How, how are they making it through this? Um, I think part of the new normal, maybe a different take on that question. Um, to the people, to the listeners of this, you will come out of this a better leader. Mm. New normal is you will be a better leader. Yeah. So I would ask two questions. Through this situation, and this would be for, for anybody, um, not just people that are in full shutdown, right? anybody in, in any mode. I, I would ask yourself a couple of times a week, as a leader, I have learned blank. Okay. As a leader, I have learned fill in the blank. So therefore, I will blank. So okay. things I hear. So you know what? Through this situation, as a leader, I've learned that I need to be adaptable. So therefore, I'm going to plan more frequently. Whatever that is for you, ask yourself that, um, so that multiple times a week. You know, specific, uh, I think, projections of, of what it's going to be you know we were, we were talking earlier about the the plastic at the yes before yeah you know, it'll be around forever probably maybe it'll, <laughs> it'll never come down again you know in terms of those things i don't i don't think i can project that far i think one one funny thing I, I anecdote i would say is the end of snow days um, oh yeah for example schools are rapidly adopting <sighs> right it, I didn't even think about that, Andrew. Right. Come on. Right. So next winter. You're right. Next just winter, like, when it snows, it. no more snow days. Check your online classroom. Your work is Here's online. Google Classroom assignment. You, oh, no. Work at home. <laughs> check, check the online classroom. The work is online. The end of snow days. Oh, you know, man. Other, other than that, you know, I don't know what's going to happen. So I, I, would, I would encourage everyone here to pick something that they want to make happen. Mm -hmm. And one of those things would be become a better leader out of this. Mm. Focus on your culture, focus on your team, read books, um, try, develop yourself. Um, I would even write down a vision of, or of what it is that you want and share that with your team.
write down in, in, in three years, a three-year vision or even a one-year vision or a, mm-hmm. a six-month vision in six months. And then share that with your lifeboat team so that they know where everybody's headed. Um, well, yeah, because if you make it through this, right? <laughs> where were you? Um, hey, you will be and- a better leader. Everybody that makes it through this. I, I hate to right. say it, but we are, you know, we're going to start to see, I think we are going to start to see bankruptcies rise. Um, right. Re- restaurants are hurting. I'm, I'm already, in my town, I'm already seeing one one vacant spot or it looks like they've they've mm-hmm. shuttered totally um you know so i, I think that is going to happen but there, there will be casualties unfortunately but the people that make it through this will be stronger and will be better leaders and the, the people listening just by virtue of of you listening to these podcasts is proof that you will come out of this a better leader right because you're fighting right? You're searching, you're searching for um, the information that's going to keep you strong through this. So you're right. But you're going to have to make decisions you don't want to make. You never thought yeah. you had to make, but you've got yeah. to pull the trigger. The goal is, is to be alive on the other side of this, to, to yep. have an existing company on the other side of this. Yeah. Um, Where were you in the great recession, 2008? Um, sure. So I, I was right here um, in Philadelphia working for Nolan Consulting Group. Um, and we, that January, uh, we lost, uh, I want to say 18 clients in mm. two weeks. Um, so that was tough. Yeah. Does um, it feel similar? Um, good question. I think we're a mix of, I think, um, of 2001. Uh, and 2009. I think what was clearer about 2009 um, was it was an event. Yeah. Uh, that was a it was a financial event that was getting fixed. I think what's very difficult about this situation is the lack of clarity. Yeah. Um, trying to weigh the planning. So getting back to maybe some bigger picture things. Yeah. You know. It's it's very difficult to make decisions outside of this week and next week. Yeah. But don't try. Um, list those options or, or challenges and come back to them with your team. Um, but make decisions weekly. Make the best decision you can this week and be okay if it changes next week. So, for example, um, until you get the paycheck protection money, you may need to lay off your team. And you're going to tell them that it breaks your heart to have to lay them off, but they're better off and the company will live to fight another day. If that's the case, mm-hmm. then when, when that paycheck protection money comes through, you might make a completely different decision. And that's stressful. Having to make quick, you know, short term decisions like that is extremely stressful. Um, and so it's, it's why you want to make decisions that help you sleep because you, you cannot make great decisions uh, with lack of sleep. So get out, get some exercise, give yourself time to take your mind off of these things, write things down. Don't try to keep them in your head. Um, I, you know, I'll say it over and over, share it with your team, have somebody that you're sharing it with, um, and, and be adaptable in the, in this time, make decisions that you can make this week, um, and then revisit them next week. It's good information. I haven't heard anybody approach it that way to literally take it week by week, right? Like everybody's kind of keeping with, um, well, you know, at the beginning of the month, they're like, oh, we're shut down for the whole month. So they tried to make a whole game plan 
for the month, right? And so people are feeling like, I almost feel like people have been scheduling themselves up until the next date when they know the shutdown, right? Like, oh, we have that date in mind. That's when our shutdown ends. And then they they inch up to that date and everybody gets anxious and nervous. And then, oh, another month, right? Or, oh, another few weeks. But to take it week by week and to evaluate the business week by week, not in a silo, but with your team, that's good yeah. stuff. It's stressful because it, there's, there's really, there's no stable ground to stand on. All these decisions that we can make and depend on um, are no longer stable. Yeah. So one, one great example that I, a question I get a lot is, you know, how, what do I do with the work I've got? I'm, I'm four weeks out mm-hmm. right now with my team, but I'm, I'm maybe replacing it um, on a weekly basis or we're, we're able to sell a little bit. Um, and so I, I have 20 people and we can work through that. So I, so what's my sales goal? How do I, how do I sell? How much do I know I need to sell? And so again, we have to fall back on uh, weekly planning and how far out do you want to keep yourself? Yeah. Um, and then what, what are you selling? And then that, am I keeping myself booked out as far as I want to be? So maybe that's two weeks, maybe that's three weeks. Um, but you want to evaluate that with your team uh, every week in in areas that are um, totally shut down. I, I think it's, you know, what is the work? It doesn't feel like there's any work to do, but there's plenty of work contacting customers. I, I mean, people that we're, we're working with are trying to stay in contact with customers, reassuring them of, of when they can be there. Mm-hmm. Um, please, you know, please don't take your deposit back We're we will be here. We will survive this. Um, yep. Lots of communication happening. Um, All right. Well, that is good stuff. It has been fantastic talking with you, Andrew. Great, Any other you. parting words? Um, I think um, as as I'm thinking through our conversation here, um, I think what I would what I would leave with or or reiterate maybe is focus on what you can control. Find the opportunity. Uh, it, it may be lurking deep beneath a lot of problems, but there, there is an opportunity um, to upgrade your team. Maybe there, there's um, an opportunity there to, to um, find some key players or keep people that you didn't think uh, were A players that are, but focus on what you can, what you can control. Focus on what the opportunity is. Give yourself uh, the freedom to share with your team um, and focus on coming out of this a better leader. Do what it takes to come out of this uh, a better leader. Um, Comfort, I'll 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 leave with this. Uh, Comfort and growth cannot coexist. Mm. We are not comfortable right now. So grow. Grow yourself. If you can't grow your business, grow yourself. It's good stuff, everyone. That is Andrew Amrine. He is from the Nolan Consulting Group. Check them out at nolancg.com. If you are going through social media, which I know you are, Instagram, it's at Nolan Consulting Group. And that is all we have for today. Until next time, everyone, this is Estimate Rocket Radio. This is Estimate Rocket Radio. Join our team at estimaterocket.com.